When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, I'm Gary Mansfield, and welcome to the Mizog Art Podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Mizog Art Podcast. This week we're with Sam Harris. This was recorded in the Pitt Cinema at the Barbican. Sam was quite nervous about this interview where he's so new into the art world and he's still a student. He thought he wouldn't have enough to offer and therefore wouldn't make a good podcast. But as I said to him, this is just a podcast about people who love art and love making art. He feels both of them criteria, so he's as worthy as anyone else. And last week's episode, man alive, I've had more reaction to Heave's podcast than, than any other easily. As I said last week, on the run-up to the Ace Club show, I'll try my best to get Rugman's episode recorded and aired so we can make a little extended episode so you can hear all about the Ace Club. Excuse me, can I just interrupt myself here? I've got a little bit of good news that involves the Art Car Boot Fair, a new social media platform called Vero, and the artist Chris Levine. Now, to mark the launch of the new social media platform Vero and the opening of the 2018 Art Car Boot Fair, which was at King's Cross, they joined together and run a competition. It was a photography competition, the theme being Cross. The Art Car Boot Fair and Vero asked for people to take and upload photographs that featured a cross in some respect. And the winner would be announced on Monday the 8th of October, which is today as I interject on this podcast. Now it just so happens that a couple of days before this competition was announced, during one of my Marksgate night walks where I go for exercise and walk around the council estate that I live on, I take photographs 
Now, this particular night, I'd walked into the centre of a 16-storey block of council flats, took a few photographs of the signage and the waste bins that have been left out. My eye slowly went up storey by storey just to see if there was anything else of interest I could take until I looked up at the sky and the shape of this block of flats produced a crucifix of black sky set amongst the illuminated almost golden brick. So I captured a couple of images and put them up on social media that night. I went on the Art Car Boot Fairs site and saw that they was offering as a prize an £8,000 original Chris Levine artwork. It was a diamond dust cross on a pink background, which was called Marks the Spot. So I joined up to Vero and uploaded this image. So earlier on this evening, I get a notification from Vero. I open it up and the first thing I see is the image I'd captured next to an image of Chris Levine's Marks the Spot. And the message posted by the Art Car Boot Fair read as follows. The Art Car Boot Fair are delighted to announce the winner of this year's competition. Congratulations to our lucky winner, Gary Mansfield, a.k.a. Mizog Art. He is now the proud owner of Chris Levine's fantastic original artwork, Marks the Spot. So I've only gone and won an eight grand Chris Levine artwork. How fucking cool is that? So a massive thank you to Chris Levine, Art Car Boot Fair and the social media platform Vero. Ain't the art world just a beautiful thing? Anyway, I'll stop interrupting me and let you get back on listening to me. But anyway, back to this week's podcast. I won't hold you up anymore. Come and join me in the pit cinema in the Barbican with Sam Harris. This afternoon I'm with Sam Harris and we're at the Barbican Centre. We've just found a little um, empty cinema at the moment. We're just recording outside there. Hello, Sam. Hello. Right, so I'll go straight into the questions. How would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? I would say I'm a multidisciplinary artist and I do a lot of satirical, subversive sort of collages, sculptures, graphic design, sort of a range of different things, sort of experimenting at the moment before I find my, I feel I haven't, I don't know. Well, how long have you been making art? Because you're still at university still, at the moment. Only very recently. So I've been making art for quite, let's say, two or three years. But at that, only this year I would call myself an artist. And how old are you now? I'm 19. 19. You're at university at the moment. The, what university is it you're at? I'm at Guildhall, which is around the corner from us. <clears throat> and Barbican. you're not studying art? not studying art I'm studying it's called technical theatre arts so there's design and art we, we study some small amount but it's not it doesn't focus in that so if I could ask why are you not studying art if you want to become an artist or do you or are you just making art at the moment or rather what are you looking at doing when you leave university I think I, because I wouldn't have called myself an artist a year ago or two years ago, mm. but I would now. I'm sort of slowly going more into the arts and fine art. 
contemporary art. But I've also got a big passion of set design and lighting design. So when I leave, I'll, I'll see... I'll definitely carry on my art, but if so, something like a set designer for theatre or fashion, things like that, but I'll always be an artist as well as that. So will you be living a sort of parallel life sort of thing? I mean, there's an artist called um, KT. Um, she is a special effects, I mm. think. She's special effects. She well, there's also, um, makes artwork as well. Scooney, Tristan. Of course. Yeah. So he does the special, like special effects. And then I also, friends of an artist called Hayden. Prop design, Katie does. Sorry, prop, not prop design. <clears throat> um, I was speaking to a friend of mine who's an artist, and he's got a collaboration at the moment with a fashion set designer, but she also does art and yeah. design. Because it's, I mean, you know, so I think it's very fluid. Could make you, yeah, more unique. Mm. Um, and what year are you in at the moment? I'm in second year. Second year, so second year at university, and at the moment you're already. Um, well, I won't go. I was just about to jump a little bit there. <clears throat> Some artworks you've made at the moment. The digital art is shit. Yeah. Right, that's a cool little piece of work. Would you explain that? It's, it's a modern version of Piero Manzoni's artist shit, where he canned his own shit. And so I wanted to, I wanted to bring it into the 21st century. So I thought, what's, what would you put something on? So it would be like an SD card or something in a virtual space. So putting a picture of shit onto the SD card is sort of a modern version and is it the, the same image on every on every one there is an image <clears throat> on the SD card and I mean so on the side of the SD card there's a lock so it means you can't it, you, if you open it you can view the picture but for the purpose of the piece it's locked so yeah, of course, but yeah. you can you can view the image and there is an image on there and is it the same image on every one of the hundred? Sort of. I won't... No, no, that's cool. So, yeah, I like the idea that... I, I, that's what yeah. I figured. That's why I, I asked the question. Because I figured that um, it might be different or you would have to buy or obtain one mm. to find out the answer. Well, it's also interesting because when you duplicate a file, it's sort of exactly the same. Mm. It's just interesting and... Yeah. When was your first interest in art? Oh. And who was your most influential artist? Or is? It would have been years ago. Um, the first artist would probably, and I'm going to get his last name wrong, is Van Gogh. That's probably what got me into art. But then also sort of going to Camden when I was really young mm. um, and seeing street art around... I used to be interested in that sort of uh, vinyl art, like Kid Robot, things like yeah, that. Yeah. And that sort of got me, because I, I love collecting art as well as making art, and that got me into sort of starting to collect. And then through that, I found out about different artists 
and then through that I got into more contemporary art than street art. That sort of there was a kid robot had a shop in Covent Garden. I can't remember what road, but it was by Seven Dials, and I always used to go there every time I went to Central London. And unfortunately, it's closed now. But yeah, that's sort of what. So, if if you was going down the line of street art originally, mm. when did it? Can you remember when it crossed over into fine art, or has it, or have they just merged? I think it's street art always has <clears throat> a sense of that. It's always satirical, and there's always humour in it. I think. I mean, there are some. There's there's a lot where there isn't, but in the street art I like and I've seen growing up it's very humorous I think that was a performance art piece (laughs) and I think I'm just I like putting that into a contemporary art sort of scene like with the artist shit it's sort of mixing something satirical which you might find in street art like that the image of the SD cards could be stenciled on a wall Mm. but I sort of like like turning it into a physical item. Yeah, because I mean, it's a good photograph you've done of it as well, isn't it? Mm. Your first turning point in first art. turning point. I'm the kind of person, like, if I think of something, I, I have to get it right. Yeah. And I don't think you'd be alone there. Yeah, there's uh, probably every artist. I, I would say there's multiple pieces like that. Because um, there's something I'm working on at the moment, which is, I would say, is sort of that piece. I, I don't feel I've reached a stage where I have got a piece with everything that I want to put into it. Mm. Um, but I think the next thing I'm working on is I've planned it for the longest and I've worked it out for a long time, yeah. So now the, the easy bit is just the making, isn't it? To see whether it... Um, the making... Yeah, it, would, it would be easy, but unfortunately the piece has is going to have a lot of scalpel blades. OK. So I just have to hope I don't cut myself. Yeah, we'll just leave that where it is. Gilbert and George. Mm. You've got to know Gilbert and George over the last few months. Yeah, just because I live quite nearby and I'm always going to Spitalfields, so... I used to bump into them. I've been... Their work is, like, really interesting because it's sort of a mix of... They do a lot of photography and mix it with colour and turn turn it into a collage. Um, yeah, they're just in, interesting as an artist. And I think they're also... They they have that whole like art is for everyone. Mm. And and how did you come by introducing yourself to them? Was it just passing in the street at a gallery, or was it like a lot of people do, just knock on their front door? So I've always, whenever whenever I've gone to Shoreditch, I've seen them, and this was before I got into art, recent like contemporary art. Yeah, and I always. I've seen them before, but never really knew who they were, because I think I was probably too young. Mm. And then I went to... I'm not sure. I think I I saw their work in 
books and things like that and I knew them as an artist but never who they were yeah maybe I never realised they were two two artists well I mean not two artists one artist yeah, two yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I went to the White <coughs> White Cube show I think it was last year or two years ago maybe even this year I'm not sure oh, they have one sort of every year don't they and it, was the, it was the last big White Cube one and I gave them the artist piece and they liked it and sort of after that I saw them again and yeah did they remember you from from there yeah they remembered I, I didn't they? because they go to eat at the same restaurant every evening and I didn't know that when I went to the same restaurant with a friend oh, wow. and bumped into them which was quite funny and you got them to do a piece of artwork in a roundabout way? Or it, yeah. was that just a text that you wrote on it? The piece, it was for a, the charity yeah. one, yeah. It was called Couldn't Be Asked, wasn't it? Couldn't Be Asked. So it's sort of the idea of, well, I couldn't so, be asked so to make... It was, was it was their poster, or was it... It was their artwork, and then I used a Dymo label maker to say couldn't be asked to make a piece of art so I got Gilbert and George to make it for me to do it for me I mean the, so the whole piece the, the whole concept of the artwork because I did another one with an artist called Wilfred Wood he yeah. does sort of like amazing sculptures the whole, pe- the, the whole point of the artwork is that you've got loads of artists and big artists who use assistants and things like mm-hmm. that and I thought it would just be quite humorous if me as a small artist he used a massive artist with a big name as an assistant on my own work yeah cool yeah that's what I figured that's what it was when I yeah when I see the image hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Is there a piece that you've created? Bearing in mind you haven't created... Oh, no, you have created quite a few. You, you know, I mean, you was a bit concerned that you wouldn't be able to hold a conversation because you've mm. you know, only been an artist for a couple of years, but you've got a, a few pieces of um, standalone works there. Which piece have you created that you hold most dear? I would say... Probably the... the um, the gold casts of the chewing gum and oh, things yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Because that all went back to like when I was really young. There was a there's a plaster shop by my local station, and I always used to go there and get plaster, 
like bag, like small bag for yeah, a couple yeah. of quid. And I used to like cast random rubbish on the floor. And it may, I think I may have, well, like encased the cigarette butt inside plaster and then taken it out. But I remember like pushing plasticine and blue tack into the spaces yeah. and then making casts out of blue tack and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think this was just me coming back to that but adding more so the piece you're talking about is called Midas Trash yeah and it is a couple of cigarette butts bits of chewing gum and a used tea bag and a used tea bag so they was all just cast then in bronze and then they're well plated well plated and did you make that for the Hicks no so I just made that because I I made that because it was something I wanted to do. And then the Hicks Award just... Was so the Hicks Award came up. You entered it into the Hicks Award. The yeah. Hicks Award. And now you're a finalist in the Hicks Award. Somehow, yeah. They're, they're I, I entered one minute before Excellent. the closing. And there is... I mean, there is sort of like... I think there's 19 altogether, aren't there? Nine, yeah, I think 19. Um, yeah, so that weren't, that weren't too bad a call, was it? Let's go and do that. Mm. Um, and... It's been it's the piece they're using for all the publicity as well, isn't it? I think yeah, it, it's quite funny because the idea of the piece is something that yeah. it looks all glitzy yeah. and like that bit. It's got a, a darker sort of. I like the idea of like a cigarette, and the whole idea of Midas King Midas mm. is that he had something too much of something, and it was bad for him. Like cigarettes, where you can have too much, and they're bad for you. Well, funnily enough, when we saw, when I saw you last, like time before last, which was, excuse me, at the Saatchi private view, mm. um, I didn't know about these, and I didn't know about them until a couple of days after when I saw them come up online. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but I sent it to Riker, Ryan Callanan, mm. because couple of nights before or even the night before when we was at Saatchi yeah me and Ryan were talking about a sort of collaboration to do with junk and mm. gold um, and then as we're sort of figuring out what to do and how to do it we saw your one come up you know I mean yours was only tiny pieces and we was looking at doing it quite yeah. bigger but and talking of the Saatchi you're showing at the Saatchi at the moment in Bob Osborne and Carrie Reichardt's Cashy's King Mm, yeah, it's a great loads of deface notes and yeah, I've done one of a five pound note where I bleached out the Queen's face and stamped on Rupert Murdoch's. What was the name of that piece? Or did it, it sort of it had to have a name, so I called it. I think it was Murdoch Fiver, but it's sort of untitled. Mm. As of yeah, as of the moment. So you're pretty new to the art world. You're in the Saatchi. You're in the Hicks finals, and you've just been taken on. Oh, before we go, just you've been taken on by Hicks Awards. Do you think it works? Do you think it's in your favour that Stephen Webster's? That is, yeah, because he's a jewellery. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting whether I. So he's got something about yeah. him, hasn't it? Being It'd be good to meet him. Little lumps of gold. 
it would be interesting to meet him because I love his the stuff he does and I've seen a lot of he had a fantastic collaboration with an artist called Blondie McCoy mm. um, and that was really cool so it'd be interesting to meet him because there's like 20 judges as well isn't there there's a, a mad amount of judges in there, yeah isn't there? as well as Mark Hicks you've got Tracy Emin Gavin Turk Stephen Webster and then there's loads more yeah. there's I think the editor of GQ magazines there yeah. as well isn't he or she um, yeah so when's that when's the final of that or when's the so winner being announced the winner's announced on on the 25th of October oh it's a while yet and I'm not sure when the show ends but once the show ends at the Hicks Gallery it will move to, to Colts. Colts yeah and then is it Fulton and Masons as well I'm not I don't think so unless uh, unless they just sponsor I think they just sponsor it, it. Um, but if <clears throat> Fulton and Masons wants to sell it and they can. Well, no, just I was like, it would be quite funny if Fortnum and Mason sell it because the whole idea of the piece is it, it looks all nice and all like that. Will you sell it as a piece or individuals? So it's, it comes as the whole, the whole work. Yeah, probably the whole work at the moment, unless because current, currently it's a bronze cast. Mm. It would be interesting if I did a gold cast. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it's another step. Um, yeah, so the Hicks Awards is a ten grand first prize and a show there, isn't it? Is it a one man show there? Or a it's a show, show and then one? ten grand to make to provide like and studio space, stu- and yeah, and equipment for the yeah, show. I think. Yeah. Um, and second prize is like a thousand pounds worth of materials. I think cast, yeah. Let's see where we are here. Um, where do you go for inspiration? Um, I love just sort of Soho, Shoreditch, places like that. Um, but where it's where it's been unchanged, which is slowly, slowly going because it's all changing but um, well so I'm sure they're both although they're sort of you know West London East London they're both quite narrow alleyways not quite narrow yeah. roads a lot of people and also the things you find on the, the street or... like it's just interesting things you can find and that's also why I'm a big fan of like junkyards and things like that mm. I went to I was at Canning Town I think it was I walked past a giant sort of junkyard where there's loads of scrap metal things like that and it's just you can make a sculpture out of things in there and it's just what people throw away on the floor yeah um have you been to God's own junk, junkyard How, is that the neon yeah light. yeah mainly neon I still need to go I haven't been it's, it's pretty it's changed since I last went there it's, I think it's at one point it was a yard and then it sort of um just mm. like a warehouse unit, I think it's morphed again into something a bit better. Mm. So, talking of Soho, in Soho, you've got the hooligan art dealer, Tanya Wade. Mm. So, she's just started representing you or showing your work. How's, how did that come about, if, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I think, I don't know, the amazing thing about Instagram is I just, I knew her, not in person, but because she's 
because of Maison Berteau, mm. where it's, I think it's her sister. Mm. Yeah, it's been in the family for years, hasn't it? Mm. And I've always, like, we've, we've bought mince pies and different cakes and things like that from there, and it's really nice. But I always saw the art. And I think I just followed her on Instagram and we had a chat. And she was, she liked my stuff. And it all went from there. And what, have you got a show coming up with her? or? Are you I think just... there is a group show in the works. Nice. So if, this is a good point to ask the next question. If there was you and five other artists past and present, what would be your perfect group show? Five artists past and present. I would say... Maybe, I mean, Warhol would be a good one. Loads of people would turn up. Um, maybe someone like Marcel Duchamp or Pierre Manzoni. I oh, see so you put your, your name on the side of a urinal, didn't you? Yeah. I'm a big fan of the like conceptual, humorous. Yeah. Was that at his show that that happened? No, that was just in a in a toilet. But I didn't know if it was at a gallery that was showing his work at the time. I've always been because I don't know if it's the original. It's probably a copy of the our oh, is at the tape. Oh, there's many. Yeah. Copies, isn't there? So I've yeah, got, I just I've wanted... got four of them. <laughs> It was interesting, yeah. Just wanted to play around with that. But yeah, so probably Duchamp and Warhol. I'm saying all like the ones that must come up all the time. No, not really. And Warhol like, come up yesterday, funnily enough. Maybe like Dali as well. Another well-known. Um, you, don't to, you don't have to wreck your brains for it, it's just... Right, well, the last question before... Let me make sure I've got no notes here. Oh, and just before I go to the last question, Kids Running Riot. Kids Running Riot? Yeah, was that the name of it? The little juice, fruit juice, the fruit shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that just today, funnily enough. That yeah. was a cool little piece. That was a fruit shoot to make it look like a petrol bomb. Mm, yeah. Where did that come from? Was it, was it something that was in the news at the time with... I'm not too sure. I think before I went to university at my old school, there was a whole, a whole load of uh, stuff going on, which Where teachers didn't like. Um, no, it's just a school in oh. London. Um, and I always thought it would be humorous to, like, what, what would a child like? I don't know. No, or, or if, or if weapons were targeted and marketed to children which is clearly not a good thing and they shouldn't be but I thought it was quite funny to add the Molotov cocktail to the fruit mm. fruit juice bottle yeah no well you know it was, it was a good enough piece of art to make me want to uh, highlight it here I was going to do a vid like make a video of it of me actually lighting it but I never got around to doing that <laughs> I think Looking back at it, I probably won't do it because it maybe uh, maybe the time has passed. Yeah, maybe you know the way things are going socially, you might have an opportunity to make that piece of work again because it's something that's going on in the news at the time. Mm. If you wasn't an artist, 
what would you be other than the um, degree you're doing at the moment? Definitely, definitely something creative. Um, maybe like a graphic designer. Well, I get I also do graphic design, but definitely something creative. Probably anything creative. Well, that's all the questions done. Um, where can people find you online? So I'm, I've got a website which is sam-harris.co.uk and that links to my Instagram, which is samharrisartist. Um, I'll probably, I will update the website to be a proper thing in the future. Because I did think it was quite refreshing, sorry to interrupt, when I'd, I couldn't find your website this morning. Yeah. But I could only find your Instagram. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago when they were saying about websites being on the way out and mm. the younger generation just using Instagram social media. Well, I love Instagram, but as much as it's a benefit, I much prefer going to galleries and private views and things like that in person mm. because then you can speak to people and meet people. But Instagram is a good tool to use for that so it was again sorry it was the Instagram Sam Harris artist Sam Harris artist well Sam best of luck thank you thank you very much oh how about that with Sam Harris poor Git was so nervous during this podcast he did say to me afterwards that he was so conscious about not saying the wrong thing and possibly making a fool of himself that most of the time he was losing his train of thought I did try to assure him that saying the wrong thing and making a fool of yourself is my job. But again, Sam's just another one who, who just doesn't realise yet just how bloody good he is. Go and have a look for yourself over on his Instagram page. And while you're there, have a look at his Midas trash that he spoke about earlier, which is in the final of this year's Hicks Awards. Now, when this podcast comes out, the awards are still open for voting. So if you're able, go over to hicksaward.com and cast a vote. The winner is announced on October the 25th. And no matter what the outcome of the Hicks Awards, I'm quite sure that the name Sam Harris is going to be one we're all going to be aware of in the future. Now, I won't mention who's coming up next week because it's one of a couple of different artists. I'm just waiting on a bit of information on one of them. And I've got another arts-based podcast, if you want to listen to that, between now and next week. It was recommended to me by Mick McNicholas while we was having a drink after a private view of Ray Richardson's Made in London exhibition. It is John Dalton's Gently Does It. His podcast has been running for well over 18 months. And the information on John Dalton's Gently Does It is as follows. Each week, artist and writer John Dalton is joined by an outstanding artist as they discuss the nitty-gritty of art-making and living the creative life. Guests include Ali Kavanagh, Brad Kunkel, Ashley Longshaw, Jenny Morgan, Adam Miller and Gregory Mortensen. And as I say every week, if you could mention this podcast to other people, that would be much appreciated. And again, you can contact me on any of the social medias at mizogart.com, M-I-Z-O-G-A-R-T, mizogart.com. And for the full lineup of artists, www.mizogart.com. 
So, until next week, ta da. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.